Can you turn down my monitor a hair or either of my levels? I don't know which is the right thing to turn down. How about this? Can you hear me all right? Is this too loud? Is this what? I think I'm okay. I hope I'm okay. I think so, yeah. Riveting behind-the-scenes action and a touch of crash. This is how intense it gets. <laughs> My name's Matt. My name's Cullen. And it's 2016. It's That's not a real year. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't seem fun or interesting. Whenever someone travels in time, they never travel to the futuristic year of 2016. Yeah. It's they, just like another year is what it sounds like. I, I feel like if we make time-traveling movies, we'll still travel to the future in, in, in like 2004. Don't you think? No? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, anyway, uh, we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about the new year a little bit. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna sip something. Oh, you know what? You know what dropped on Monday? What dropped on Monday? The crossover. Yes. Uh, so there's uh, another podcast that you do called Cult Cinema Cavalcade. Tell us a little bit about that. Every episode, we take a, a cult movie, we talk about it, go over how perhaps absurd it is or perhaps how entertaining it is and we had Matt on there we watched Hard Ticket to Hawaii yeah and it is uh, better than you think yeah it's it, pretty good it's pretty pretty fucking magical so I highly recommend that you uh, check it out too it's also on the Dead Radio Network so yeah yeah as as are we but we never uh, we never credit it yeah but we are now yeah uh, uh, we're going to talk about breaking and entering tonight as well. Uh, but first, but first, we got to get after it. What you drinking? <laughs> I am uh, eager to jump into this. Uh, ha- we've had some blood orange stuff on the show before, right? Correct. I don't know if we've ever had anything where we've had beer that is blood orange, and it's just supposed to be, you know, just like a, a flavor of, of blood orange, but with beer. This, however, it's uh, Mike's Harder Blood Orange. <laughs> Harder. So- so you know, it's nothing but like intense sugary blood orange. It's so stuff. It's so much harder. How much harder? Eight percent alcohol. That's right. And it's, this is also part of the collectible series because who wouldn't want to collect cans of Mike's Harder Lemonade? That doesn't seem Mike's, sad or lonely at all. Mike's Harder Blood Orange. Well, yeah. Now, now it's collectible uh, because it's. Because the picture on here, it says on here, it says illustrated by Onion Labs. And the logo looks like the satirical newspaper. But then it looks like there's like a, like an atom behind it as well. So I don't know if it, I don't know what the hell's going on here. Perhaps they're just uh, stealing their logo and adding something, some garbage to it. I don't so really who knows? It. It's not that funny, like, like the illustration on here. So are they cheapening the Onion brand by... Making illustrations for Mike's Harder Lemonade. I will believe that someone has just stolen their logo, is what I will believe. I'm getting in. Right. I'm getting in. Now, I am also going to pour mine into a glass because yeah. it is blood orange. I want it to kind of. I want to kind of feel like I'm drinking blood. Um, it's uh, it's kind of a. It's 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 orange. It's not blood. It's orange. Yeah. That doesn't look like that looks blood like, anything. It looks it's like a little, it's a little darker. It looks like red and orange mixed together. That's blood orange. That's what blood orange flavored things look like, unless it's a beer. And this is a flavored malt beverage, so and it's not it, a beer. It smells like a Mike's harder something or other. Uh, 
with with a little bit of citrus and it's orangey and you can smell the alcohol is involved. Oh, let's see. Let's go in and see what uh, what Matt thinks. And and and. That's um, it's that's fine. Not really. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't really set the heart of fire. I thought you said. It doesn't really set the harder fire. Like, <laughs> That's what, not what I said. Yeah, what the fuck is harder fire? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go in. I'm going to try it. There's really so, nothing special about it. I don't really know what to say about it other, other than, you know, if it were between this and malt liquor, I'd choose malt liquor, I think. What about oh. you? Because you and I are on opposite ends of the malt liquor discussion. Can it be Colt 45? Uh, sure. I will drink Colt 45 over this. Really? Yes. Because you hate all malt liquor, but you will drink Colt 45 over this? Colt 45 was the least nasty of the ones that we had. It was the, the closest malt liquor we had to actually being beer. So, so Mike's Harder Blood Orange is nastier than Colt 45. Is it the flavor? What is it? What is it about it? There's not much to it, is there? No, it's it, it's not. Like, it, it does not... The blood orange flavor does not mix well with the Mike's hard lemonade recipe. It's just, it's thin. It there's not. I saw. I thought there'd be more carbonation. I guess. I thought there would maybe be more flavor. Like uh, at least with these others, it's like, like oh, it's like a dare. Like oh, I did it. It was so gross, and I made it through the other side. This is nothing. This is. This is like watching Ghost of Girlfriends Past. It's like, all right, so what? <laughs> it doesn't even taste like alcoholic orange soda. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't expect for it to because it's blood orange. Uh, so Fuck Mike's, you. Mike's Harder, you have failed us again. Fuck you. <laughs> you no, you should do harder. Try. You should try harder. Make a better beverage, you fuckheads. <laughs> it's time to check in with our sponsor. We got a we got a sponsor that came back. We're getting a lot of repeat business lately. I mean, we had trucknuts.com come back for the holidays, mm-hmm. and uh, th- these guys have come back. Uncle Bib's Skunk Patties. Can you believe there used to be unicorns in Connecticut? I remember I was reading Newsweek, and I saw something about Ruby Ridge and decided I'd start making skunk patties. Now, how's that for a Labor Day miracle? Uncle Bib's Skunk Patties. Now, let's get back to those unicorns. Find them in your grocer's freezer. I'd like to know what's in those skunk patties. <laughs> it sounds intoxicating in one way or another. Are the, are, are the skunk patties made of former unicorns? Is that what? I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. I don't know. But I do know this. What's in the mail sack? What's in the mail sack today? Well, this one came to us through email. Okay. Mail sack at a touch of net. We got a couple other ways you can get a hold of us too, right? You can leave a comment at the website. A touch of crass.net. Oh, all right. And then there's that Twitter deal. Yeah, a touch of crass. It's really easy. If you can't get a hold of us, you are eight years old and you need authorization from an adult to be online. So prove us that you're not and uh, drop us a line. We do have a little explicit thing uh, uh, under our podcast. So if you are eight years old, stop listening immediately. Or learn something. Or write, write in. Or write in. Sure. This one uh, comes to us uh, from Miles. 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 And Miles writes, I've been seeing someone for a couple of years now, but I still have not farted in front of them. Whoa. Whoa. I either leave the room or save them up to be released later. A couple years? A couple years. 
Uh, what do you think is an appropriate amount of time to be in a relationship before crossing the fart in the same room threshold? Well, Miles, I uh, I I farted. I'm trying to think of uh, when I started farting in front of my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say I would say it was. Uh, I think six months is a good. Uh, you know, depending on the level of your relationship. You know, mm-hmm. are you are you are you seeing each other like more than three times a week? Mm-hmm. You know, are you staying over at their house? I mean, are you are you living with? Them? If you're living with them, then you should fart. Yeah, so it, fart unencumbered. If you're living with them, it's, don't it's be both, gross about it. Yeah, like like don't like uh, put their face in your ass. Don't do that. That's inappropriate. I mean, you can do a little dance and you know have it come out. Whatever, that's fun. It makes it a, a kooky game. But, you know, don't, don't like you say, like, close your uh, eyes and open your mouth and then, like, fart into their mouth. Yeah, don't do that. That's just disgusting. That's inappropriate. Uh, obviously. But, but if you're on the couch and you've been eating hot wings for eight hours, uh, stuff's going to move. Now, I will say science. this. I will say this. I fart in front of my wife way more than she farts in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I don't make a point to. I think I just fart more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But. I, I do it a lot more than she does, and she will wait until I leave the room to do it, and then she'll tell me about it afterward, which is kind of funny. <laughs> but I will just do it. Like, don't do a recreation. Just let it just let it happen. Yeah, just let it happen. Then we can talk about it together. <laughs> then we, we can, can share the horror yeah, together. Yeah, we can relive the experience together. We can, you know, have our own little discussion. My wife seems to wait until we get into the car before she farts. <laughs> wait it's- until we're in cramped quarters. She says it's not intentional, and perhaps it isn't, but it happens way too often in the car. Like, we'll be outside walking towards the car, nothing. Door closes, <laughs> and I have to roll down the window so I can breathe. My wife told me um, uh, one of the funniest things she's ever told me the other day, just the way she told the story. I guess I farted in my sleep the other night. Like, mm-hmm. really loud. Like, it would mm-hmm. be... Like, she probably wouldn't have even told me the story if it was just, like, a little... Yeah. But she said it sounded like this. <laughs> and it went on for, like, a while. <laughs> and and she just... She was awoken by this. <laughs> and, you know, when, when, you, when you shake awake, you know... You don't remember a whole lot. Apparently, this fart was long enough for her to realize that it was happening. For her to A, wake up, it woke her up, and it was long enough for her to remember that it happened. Because it woke her up. She probably thought you were dying, and then your bowels were just emptying. Evacuating. (laughs) Yeah, it's probably what she thought was happening. Maybe, yeah. I've lost him! (laughs) Oh, Oh, wait, no. No, he's just being disgusting. Well, time for bed. Oh, I can't breathe. Well, maybe I should leave the room so I don't die from... (laughs) Methane poisoning. Well, it's winter. We got the fan reversed, so it just goes <laughs> up and out and down, and dis- it dissipates pretty quickly. Yeah, it doesn't work. Um, I would say a couple of weeks. Fuck it. Couple of weeks. Couple of weeks. Wow. Yeah, a month maybe. Miles, if you've been with this girl for several years, like you said, a couple of years, that's. I think it's time to fart you're, in front you're, of her. You're well past. Don't make a point to do it. Don't do it intentionally. But if it happens and you need to fart, just do it. Yes. And then if she like condemns you for that, well, I think it's time to start looking. I agree. Uh, thank you, Miles. And uh, if you would like to write in, well, do that. It'd be nice. And if you don't feel like writing in, then you've got some nerve, mister. Uh, it's time to check in with Uncle Bib Skunk Patties again. 
Uncle Bib's Skunk Patties. Back when I was in middle school, I used to steal paint from the wood shop. That was also about when I finally realized you could lift the seat up to pee in the toilet. After that, it was easier than throwing fish at a farmer. Uncle Bib's Skunk Patties. Why not steal paint from the art teacher? Find them in your grocer's freezer. I don't know what Uncle Bib's Skunk Patties are yet. Um... I mean, I, I guess they're food. They I don't, don't know. They don't. They don't send uh, samples. No, they just send the commercials. People, we haven't had them yet. People seem to like them. That's what I know about them. Yeah, uh, but I do know one thing. What's that? I uh, will be appearing on Who's Drinking What the podcasts. Oh, oh yeah, our good friend, uh, our good friend Pete. Yeah, uh, he hosts a podcast called Who's Drinking What. It's a craft beer podcast. Yeah, they invited me over, so I uh, I went uh, went right down the road and visited them, and uh, you know just talked about craft beer for about an hour or so. Yeah, and uh, craft beer is uh, something we'd rather drink, but on our show we drink the disgusting shit. Yeah, so. I I told him that we are opposite ends of the spectrum, where they drink good stuff and we drink all of the. We drink the Island of Misfit Toys liquor. That's mm-hmm. what we drink. Every once in a while, we get something good or something tolerable, but most of the time, we go for the bad stuff. Yeah. So, if you want to listen to me drink something that's that's better, uh, then tune in. Tune in. That's not a thing people do on the internet. Yeah, but they know what you mean. Yeah. So, ch- who's drinking what? It's you know, it's not hard to find. You, yeah. you find it the exact same way you find this fucking. You found show. this show for yeah. Shit it's the same sake. fucking way. Jesus Christ. You're so. Uh, New Year's Eve, there's a lot of people out partying, and so break-ins are pretty common on New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. Um, And so uh, there was a story uh, out of England about a couple of guys that broke into... It was just like a not-for-profit club, mm-hmm. kind of like, kind of like over here. You know, you get your Moose Lodge and your and your VFW and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Well, it was something like that there, and they broke in and they stole just booze mm-hmm. just stole booze uh which you know i've uh I-, I used to work at a restaurant when i was in high school and my buddy and i one night we were wanting to get drunk which i didn't do much when i was in high school i did it far less than i think your average you know uh student high school student did yeah what the movies would have you believe that liberal media yeah <laughs> But I was having a night where uh, I, I wanted to have fun with my friends, and 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 drinking alcohol was still kind of one of those uh, forbidden fruit things for me. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to go to this restaurant where I worked, and my, my, my buddy who I was with also worked there. And so we knew where they kept the liquor, and we knew that it would probably be unlocked because it was in a separate building, and it was mm-hmm. like in the basement. We wanted to go in and, and take some. Now, we chickened out before we actually got there, but it wasn't... Uh, until after we had gone to my house and put on all black clothing. <laughs> sure. Because, sure. you know, you got to look the part. Yeah. You got to make sure nobody sees you. Uh huh. Right. So you got to put on all black clothing. You got to be booze ninjas. We sure. Got about, <laughs> we got about halfway there and we chickened out. We didn't actually end up doing it. But yeah. these guys went through with it. But what they also did was what? They made burgers. Just while they're there, it's like, uh, F it. Let's thaw out some burgers. I believe they thawed them out yeah. and then made them. This isn't just like get in and get out. They hung out for yeah, a while. they stayed there for a little bit. Who does that? Well, and what kind of a place doesn't have a security system anymore? You know what I mean? Well, Every not- place has got cameras, alarms, shit like that. These guys, this had to have been an inside job. 
You think so? You think? I mean, they had to have been there before, cased the joint somehow, found out that there was nothing there security-wise, no night watchman. They they came there because they knew they could get free burgers. Yeah, they stopped by. They're like, hey, there's alcohol up there. We could steal that. And the burgers are really good here. We'll cook us up some burgers, and we'll hang out for a little bit, and then we'll, uh, we'll leave. They also left a note thanking the uh, staff of the place for the burgers. Rude. That's just rude. <laughs> I mean, breaking in is one thing, but to thank them for, thanks for the food that we stole. Who does that? Another uh, thing that happened on New Year's is this story that involves uh, alcohol yet again. What? And breaking and entering. What? This guy uh, from Florida. I what? I should have made you guess where what state this guy was from. Uh, and on guess number one, you would have gotten it, so show wouldn't be that much longer anyway uh he uh broke into his neighbor's house and he decided he would raid his neighbor's fridge he was so drunk he raided his neighbor's fridge and passed out in the guest bedroom the owner of the house got home at about a quarter till two Mm -hmm. which is about when you get home from a new year's eve party. sure sure and uh said that he found the guy in the bed and unable to respond in a coherent manner so he must have been pretty drunk who, who does that? Who's like, oh, I got to get drunk. Well, I'm sure he was drunk when he broke in. But he's like, oh, make some food. Like, I could go to the grocery store, but his house is right there. Or, so he, was, go in. or he was so drunk that he forgot that it wasn't his house. <laughs> Thought it was. <laughs> well, the cops showed up and they were able to figure out what he had taken from the fridge. You ready for this? <laughs> yeah. Who, who lists? Who knows what's in the refrigerator? Who lists the items oh, in the refrigerator? They found an egg. He went in and just grabbed an egg. I don't know if it was a hard-boiled <laughs> egg or just or what. Just like here's food. Uh, found an egg, a stick of butter. Got out a stick of butter to butter up his butt, probably. <laughs> candy because you know the you're drunk. Candy is delicious. Candy to put in his butt, sure. Uh, and a pickle jar with a pickle lying next to it. Well, we know what that's for. And he also uh, got a gallon of milk out. So he got the gallon of milk out and probably drank from it. Or he's making the world's grossest smoothie. Well, now, hold on. You know how they knew that he got a gallon of milk out? Because he put it back in without the cap on. (laughs) As is reported in this news story, that the gallon of milk was in the fridge without the cap on. And the last line of the news story, you know, all right, you went to college, you probably knew some journalism kids, what do they tell you about writing? It's the reverse pyramid. Put the biggest stuff first and the smallest stuff last. Yeah. The last line of this article was, the cap could not be found, deputies reported. (laughs) Deputies reported. They couldn't find the milk cap. That is the that is a detail which we don't want to omit, but it's the least important detail of the story. But again, we want to have it in there. Who do you think do you think the reporter asked if they could find the 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 cap or if the uh, police yeah. officers like oh, we're still looking for the cap. Oh, so the deputies the deputy had to have volunteered that information because the reporter's not going to ask that. Yeah. This is deputies that we found he took some milk out. He didn't put the cap, but we couldn't find the cap. <laughs> We're still looking for it. We're stumped on the cap situation. Do we need to start like a GoFundMe for these people so they can get <laughs> money for a for a cap for their milk? Is that what we need to do? Crowdfund their life? I think we just need to have a GoFundMe for decent people to leave Florida. Like just. <laughs> 
Like, hey, if you're smarter than the average bear, uh, how about you move north a little bit? You know, move into a climate that's not that doesn't allow for you know transient homelessness. And but if everyone that is of acceptable intelligence leave, <laughs> then there'll be no one to run Disney World. Well, and it'll just it'll just be people from the fucking Panhandle coming down there. I always wanted to go to Orlando. You got to figure a lot of Florida is going to be sunk. Uh, after climate change gets terrible anyway. I mean, Florida is basically just a... a it's a swamp. Yeah, the whole, it's just, the whole thing. state's a swamp. So uh, they're going to have to move north anyway. Yeah, but if, but if a Star Wars park gets built, you know, in the greater Disney World area, then we're lost. Then we're sunk. <laughs> Literally, we're uh, sunk. This is true. And you got to think about this. If, if Floridians move north, it will lower the average IQ in both places. It'll lower the average IQ in Florida because the smarter people are moving up, but even the smart Floridians are going to lower the average IQ here. (laughs) So it's kind of... Because everyone from Florida is of lower intelligence. There's just a certain level of acceptable intelligence that we allow in the rest of the country. Sorry, Florida. I know you're right down the road. It's all good. Or we just ship them all down, all all the dullards down there. Hey, you you like sunshine, dummy? Good news. A dummy? <laughs> I like when it's bright outside. Nobody <laughs> Nobody from Florida's writing in on the show. <laughs> oh, well, too bad. Well, you know, I know they're not because they're from Florida. They're not literate. <laughs> God. Uh, hey, Matt. Huh? I, I was thinking, you know, uh, time moves on. Technology changes. You know, uh, there's this whole internet thing going on now. But This it went, whole internet thing. You know, that's what they call it. And uh, one time, uh, the way people would communicate with each other, uh, this is, people talk about letters and, and smoke signals and all that, and that's not how people really communicated. It was through ham radio. Ham radio. And I, I was just thinking, do you, do you think that ham radio uh, was like Facebook? <laughs> like, 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 what do you mean? Like, at first, it was like kind of fun, and there weren't a whole lot of people doing it, and it didn't really bring you down. But then over time, more and more people started to do ham radio. Except if, instead of a profile picture, you've got your handle, your your W9JX2 or whatever it is. <laughs> That's right. And they start, Which is a little more confusing. It does not exactly <laughs> telltale as to your personality. It doesn't really flow off the tongue You either. can't make a duck face with that. <laughs> but, you know, just over time, people just start... You know, talking about their radical political views. Yeah, because for a while Facebook was kind of it was kind of friendly. You know, it was just hey, hey, what's going on? And then you know, a bunch of assholes uh, you used to went go to high school with would start posting you know political shit, and you're like, okay, how do I get rid of this? And then they allowed you to unfollow your friends without unfriending them, which was eventually uh, <laughs> mandatory. But with ham radio. That's not that's not acceptable. I mean, you can change you can change uh, the channel or whatever. Listen to someone else. However, you it, never know what's going to pop up. Yeah, exactly. Much like on Facebook. But I bet I bet there's a few things that would, probably would be better over uh, ham radio. For instance, there's probably fewer people talking about their kids, so that's cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you think there were like audio memes that were just like people would just drown in them? I really doubt it. You don't think I really, so? I really doubt that. You don't think there were like audio memes of like Sanford and Son, where people just like you know you just like I like 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 turn, tune around the dial 
it is here. Someone's like, I'm coming, Elizabeth. Like, all right, great. I think this is the 27th time I've heard this today. I think what has happened is the world has gotten so small because we've we're now able to communicate clearly with people. When when ham radio was a thing. Oh my God! I talked to a guy in Connecticut this morning, or I talked to a guy in Norway, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was amazing. That's no longer amazing. Mm-hmm. Like so. All right. So you talked to the guy. You were nice to him. Uh, well, now you can clearly talk to someone in Norway and not be nice to them because it's not amazing <laughs> anymore. It's not amazing anymore that we can just communicate with that person for free. I mean, you could. You could have sent a letter there, mm-hmm. which costs money. You could have dialed long distance, which costs money. But now you can just send an email or get on Facebook. And the ham, and it's not amazing anymore. The ham radio equipment was fairly expensive at the time, I think, right? Uh-huh. And it's not like, you know, computers are now. So maybe it was better, actually, than Facebook, where you could actually make an actual real connection with someone. You're not just shouting into space, hoping someone hears you. I mean, you kind of are, like, literally shouting into space, but whoever responded back might actually be interested in what you have to say. And then you can build an actual human connection, as opposed to saying that vaccines are bad and Trump rules. My guess is not a lot of people got political over ham radios. You know what I mean? Because you're trying to be friendly with people. You're trying to build a community. Whereas, you know, now everyone's just trying to tear down their communities or strengthen the ones they're in in a uh, volatile way. So it's more like tribes is what you're saying. Well. Is that what you're saying? We've reverted socially through electronics? Is that what you're saying? A little bit. My God. Uh, It's time to check in with Uncle Bib. Uncle Bib Skunk Patties. They say you can take a turtle's silverware, but you can't make him pay his taxes. I thought that every day since my gerbil ran away. Well, sometimes the lawnmower just doesn't want to get out of bed. Uncle Bib Skunk Patties. But who likes paying taxes, right? Find them in your grocer's freezer. Is Uncle Bib on a constant ether high? I'm, Is that what's know. happening? I want to. I want to. <laughs> want to be Uncle Bib. I tell you that right now. <laughs> I want to be Uncle Bib. What a way to live, that guy. Hey, it's time to spin it. Wheel of that wheel's looking awfully lonely. Let's get close. See where it lands this time. The new wheel of closers. Cullen travels to dystopia. Now, we've landed on this a few times, uh, but I guess we have to choose with our uh, space-time uh, device here mm-hmm. uh, whether we're going into the future, whether we're going into a, the probable past. So, All right, got the court you, Do you know what you're doing? Uh, not entirely. Okay. Uh, I, I've, I, I've walked uh, through MIT's campus. I picked up a couple of things. Well, let's I o- picked up enough. Let's open it's up fine. the portal here. Right, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm going in. And there he goes, and uh, this is instantaneous, so he's going to come right back. Uh, Cullen, come back. Come back. All right, there he is. Cullen, how was it? How do you think? Pretty goddamn off that's how it was. (laughs) Sick of this. How long were you there? (sighs) A week. A week? I was there a fucking week. I, I lost, I, I, I have a, a return switch, so when things get hairy, I'm fucking, I'm back in, and I'm, I'm out. All right, so, but you were able to stay for a week. <laughs> I, w- I was able to survive for a week. Well, why didn't you come back sooner? 
Because I lost the control pad. Oh, shit. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm glad you came back. I got fucking thrown under a bus, literally. I appeared in a bus full of fucking zombies driving down the road. I ducked, and it ran over the control pad, so I had to fucking cobble together the pieces to come back to now. Thankfully, it was only a week. Wow. You must have really picked up a lot walking through MIT's campus. Yeah, it was... to make it back like that. Yeah, it was... Infor- there were some unfortunate things that happened. I, uh, I, I, What I did was I w- actually traveled to MIT and I brutally <laughs> murdered people to get the parts so I could return here. So you, you picked up some weapons It, it was a, It was or... a matter, matter of survival. I actually killed more people than I did zombies. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was it was, it, it was a trying, trying time. You were yes. like, yeah, this is an alternate reality. This isn't really happening. It didn't I mean, count. It was. It, it's. A, it's a mulligan. It was a regis- mulligan. Didn't register on your moral uh, compass. I had to get back. I had to report to the people how fucking awful it would be to be in a zombie. I'm just surprised it only took you a week. You didn't befriend a scientist who helped you, or no, no, they're real jerks. Actually, in the in this alternate uh, timeline, everyone. Uh, Trump supporters. Oh so, no! So I didn't. So that's why it be- became a zombie apocalypse. Is because actually it it wasn't uh, it wasn't Trump. Uh, no one knows uh, for certain. You know, a lot of people blame Donald Trump, but he wasn't the only. He didn't start the the spray tanning fad. It really <laughs> came back to that. So what I'm going to say, folks, is uh, think twice before you spray tan. You, you, you can either you can either become a zombie or stay out in the sun and get skin cancer. The choice is yours. Those, they were skin cancer zombies. Well, people avoided skin cancer by getting spray tans. Oh. And there was some kind of chemical that made people look much better. Oh, okay. So I had the to... spray tans. It was better than being orange. And that actually, made them zombies? And it, it, looked like a, it looked like a proper tan, but turns out, oops, you're fucking dead. Wow. But I was able to overpower all the, the nerds at MIT, so. Well, that, that, that was some powerful stuff. It was. I was like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think we learned. Compared to those people. I think we learned enough tonight from that. Yeah. From you? I think so. All right, well, this has been A Touch of Crash. My name's Matt. My name's Cullen. Wait, so that means all the zombies are white. 